Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, final hour of the Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. JFK. John F. Ke- uh, John F. Kennedy getting assassinated back in 1963 is um, <clears throat> it's surreal to me just because, well, f- first of all, I was born in 73. You were born in 75 or 70, oh, you were born in 75. Yeah. All right, so we were, you know, we weren't even a thought back then when, when all of this occurred and all this happened. And you live and you learn and you live in different times and stuff like that, whatever. But um, I know that we talked a couple of days ago and one of the topics that I got into was just looking at the the spouses of American presidents and how strong they are and, and just kind of, you know, <laughs> what they live through um, on a day-to-day and it takes a special type of person um, to be that supportive and to, to to deal with all of that, right? Like there, there's a lot that's going on there when you're when you're married to the most influential and powerful person in the country. When you look at the political scene today, and I know that we're very much divided politically. There's no question about that. I think everybody understands that. But when I think about the safety and the things that we have seen throughout our nation's history with assassination attempts on these leaders, um, it is it, still it's still remarkable to me that this is. It, 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 I don't. It's just. It's such a weird thing to to see the footage of what happened to to JFK. Um, it still shocks me whenever I see the footage of. Do you remember? I don't know if you yeah, you were you were because you're just a couple years younger than me. I remember being a kid and seeing the assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan. I still remember that. I remember coming home from school and seeing the footage. And yeah, yeah I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Oh, I don't, you don't remember that. I mean, I, I remember. No, I'm it. Saying, I remember it. I'm gonna say. Okay, you. yeah, I, I remember it happening, but I, I it wasn't one of those that at the time I exactly know like what was happening. You know, because I was like 
you know, very still not really kind of know what's going on in the world. Well, I'm trying to think. Well, I can't remember exactly what year it was with the Ronald Reagan thing, but I remember that. Like, I remember that because because uh, his I can't remember the gentleman's name. The gentleman just passed away a few years ago um, that got shot in the head. John Hinckley, Jr., no, no, no. Oh, that, no, no. That was, I'm the, sorry. That was, was the guy the who tried to. That was the assailant. That yeah, was, that, was, that, that was the assailant. That was in uh, 1981, March 30th. 81. 1981, yeah. Yeah, I still remember. Even as a kid, I mean, literally, I was, what, eight? I remember that one. But my, my point in this is that, you know, we're 60 years removed from JFK, and I remember when I first was kind of looking into the whole assassination of John F. Kennedy. And you've got, you know, the movie and all that stuff or whatever, right? And then you see the actual footage of it, right? Mm-hmm. And you see Jackie, and she's reaching, and she's trying to... I, I think ever since I saw that, and they talk about what they call the uh, Zabruder uh, film, and they're trying to break it down frame by frame and all that stuff, I never wanted to ever see it again. And whenever it comes on television or it, it comes across a feed that I'm on uh, on uh, on social media, I turn away from it because seeing it one time was enough for me. I think mm-hmm. I might have seen it multiple times or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was enough for me. Because of the what the – what Jackie went through, what the nation went through, the mourning that took place – for the country, knowing that Robert was killed after, mm-hmm. um, knowing that there was an attempt on Ronald Reagan, like it just, it, I don't think I'll ever look at anything in that way and ever normalize it. That, that's why. That's why in my world. Violence with regards to political mm-hmm. conversations is a no-fly zone. We should never normalize it at all. I don't care if it's an assassination on a president. I don't care if it is saying that we are we want to we want to fight. Like you hear these people talking about we're, we're gonna we're arming up. Yeah. Like no 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 no. I don't ever want to hear that from anyone because that's not acceptable. Ever. It, it's not, but, you know, the, the thought of the thought of an assassination on a president, it, it's it, it's so foreign to me because, I mean, we did have the JFK and, you know, Lincoln was shot when he was in the theater and we did have the assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan and, and the temperature at that time, and I keep going back to this, but it was much cooler. At least it perceived my perception is that things were not as, as white hot as they are now. It almost seems like whenever you hear that so-and-so is, you know, looking to, you know, harm the president, whoever that is, that's becoming more of the norm. We hear all of these threats that are being put out there towards lawmakers and the president of the United States. And it's becoming a part of our everyday life. And it is very unfortunate. Did, were you 
did you ever go to the Grassy Knoll? No. I, I was there. I, I've, been, I've been. I've been. I've I've only been down there twice. Okay. I I was there when I went to. Uh, well, I take that back. Three times. One. I mean, as an adult, I've been twice. Mm-hmm. As okay. an adult, I went to WrestleMania 32 mm-hmm. in Dallas. And one thing my buddies and I like to do when we go to these events, we go there for the wrestling. But what we'd like to do is really kind of take a day or two and just explore some of the historical parts of. Uh, the historical parts of whatever city. And we had a chance to go to the grassy knoll and actually go into the, the book depository where the shooter, the alleged shooter was camped out and you could see like the sight line of, and they had an X where on on the road where it happened Mm. and you put yourself back in that. And it was just so eerie to think that where you're standing was a part of American history. And it was it was one of those things that was almost like an out-of-body experience to be a part of that. And I, I was just curious if, if you had if you had been there. No, I had incredible. I um you may this may not I'm not sure if this will resonate with anyone. And I'm probably on an island by myself. But there are certain figures in American history that we've lost, and there are landmarks with regards to where they died. And there's one in particular that um, I, I, I've, I've never been there. I've got family in Memphis. But one of the reasons why I attended Morehouse College was I wanted to follow in the footsteps of so many outstanding, amazing men that came through that school. And at the top of the list is Martin Luther King Jr. He is our most famous alum and will always be our most famous alum. There's, there will be no one that will come through our institution that will be more famous than Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, I don't care who it is. Spike Lee, doesn't matter. Samuel Jackson, doesn't matter. Maynard Jackson, doesn't matter. Edwin Moses, doesn't matter. It's Martin Luther King Jr. and then it's everyone else. I can can see that. Yeah, absolutely. But my my point is that in all of the times of going to Memphis, Tennessee, I have never once went to the Lorraine Motel. And I know it's one of the 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 super popular you know places to go. I don't know if I got it in me to go there, man. Th- that's no, knowing that knowing what took place there. Yeah, like like it, it, I think it for me it would be so eerie, and I think that it would it would elicit emotion yeah. that I just don't want to feel. Well, I feel because you have a deep emotional connection. And I mean, you you just spit off all of you know. Nobody could could touch him. Nobody could you know could supersede him in terms of being an alum. And I totally I totally understand that. There are some people that, that they look at it like I, I would. I obviously would look at it much differently. And I do look at it differently. Yeah, for sure, for it, sure. And I mean, I respect 
And, and I say what, that, uh, and I say that about him. It's not that way with everybody. Oh right? yeah, like, no, no, like, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's like, a di- there's a different. Like they just recently on there's a museum that that showcases the um or maybe it was up for auction the uh, the BMW that Suge Knight and Tupac rode in. Yeah. That when she, when Tupac died, like a person could buy it. I think I think it was up for auction or whatever. Like, would I ever want to like take a look at the vehicle? Yeah. Yes. It Martin Luther King Jr. That that would weird me out. That, there, that's, yeah. that's different. So it's, it's it's different thing. No, absolutely, and and it's it's okay. I I think it actually, I think it actually adds to what you're talking about, Henry. When you say that, I can't feel the same way about Martin Luther King Jr. as I could for other historical figures, and, and that makes perfect sense because again, being a black man who went to Warhouse College, who you know understands a lot more than somebody in in my position yeah so i i think it's i think it would be a little weird but if, i th- i think that let me let me say let me put this in there and i'd love to get some reaction to it six five one four six one nine two two six and specifically i would love to to hear from um the older demographic out there somebody that's in their 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 70s or possibly well I'm, I'm, we probably won't get an 80 year old to call into the show but Somebody that was a young person back when um, JFK was assassinated. This is what I want to offer up, or this is my question. Or this is the feeling that I have. One of the reasons why JFK being assassinated, um, Robert Kennedy being killed, why those specific things, and even the attempt on Ronald Reagan, why they um, resonate with me so much? Because we have it on, we got footage of it. Like, we have video footage of it, and we've seen it. I, I, th- there's not video footage of what happened to Martin Luther King Jr. So, I can't... Um, it, it, it strikes me different, right? Like I know I've seen the pictures of him laying there on the balcony. Um, also, who else? Um, a, a John uh, John Lennon. When John Lennon Lennon was 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 killed, that that makes me feel a certain way. But the fact that the fact that there's video and the world and the nation forever saw what took place to those esteemed men that held the highest office. Um, in terms of, you know, uh, the attempt on Ronald Reagan and then also um, the assassination of JFK, it just um, it, it makes me it puts me in a, a different place actually seeing the video footage. And it makes me mourn for those gentlemen uh, or that gentleman uh, much more than than some of the other people out there. We'll take your phone calls. We'll get to that next year on The Lake Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, all right. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830 WCCO. Want to read you something as we're talking about 60 years ago and John F. Kennedy being assassinated. Final words in a speech. Neither the fanatics nor the faint hearted are needed, and our duty as a party is not to our party alone, but to the nation. And indeed to all mankind, our duty is not merely the preservation of political power, but the preservation of peace and freedom. So let us not be petty when our cause is so great. Let us not quarrel amongst ourselves when our nation's future is at stake. Those final words prepare for speech for JFK. He did not survive to deliver that um, because he was assassinated. And, and those were words from a speech that he never delivered, unfortunately. But I'd love to hear from some people that were around during that time, young people during that time, um, that can maybe recall um, a feeling, memories, um. Share with me, because I was born in 73. He was assassinated in 63. I'd love to hear from people at 651-461-9226. Real quickly, though, um, this is what it sounded like 60 years ago. Audio that uh, you heard right here on WCCO radio when it was announced that um, the president was dead. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States is dead. We repeat, it has just been announced that President Kennedy is dead. John Fitzgerald Kennedy, the 35th President of the United States, is dead at the age of 46, shot by an assassin as he drove through the streets of Dallas, Texas, less than an hour ago. Repeating this, the President is dead, killed in Dallas, Texas, by a gunshot wound. That gives me chills just hearing that. It, it it really does, and I'm not I'm not kidding with you guys. I'm not just talking just to be talking. I just I'm being fully transparent. That it, it, that'll make you feel a certain way. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Let's go to uh, Allen in Apple Valley. How you doing, Allen? Good, Henry. How's it going? I'm doing pretty good, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, to you as well. Thank you. 
say, I just wanted to comment real quick. You were talking before about the hotel where uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated and, and that you would have a hard time going there, that it would evoke, you know, those certain feelings. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a hard time, like, making it over there to the, the uh, Lorraine Motel. Yes, yes, sir. So uh, I can appreciate that. I, I was in Germany. I went to Germany. I'm Jewish. Uh, and we went, my friends and I were there for Oktoberfest, actually. But we went to uh, Dachau concentration camp outside of Munich. Uh, and it is absolutely uh, the most chilling, palpable feeling you could ever have. It, it, you know, it evokes all of those emotions that, that you imagine you would feel. And just like the audio you played of, uh, you know, when the president was assassinated, um, and you feel those chills, it's just like that. You can feel it up and down your spine. You, the hairs on your neck stand up. It's, uh, it's absolutely a chilling experience. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, when did you make it? Uh, that was about, uh, well, that was probably about 25, 30 years ago. Uh-huh. So it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I guess the overall, like, like what, what was the, did you have that type of, like, did you, did you kind of see it going in that you were going to feel that way or, or, did it catch you by surprise? I think it caught me by surprise. Uh, you know, I think we were a little bit nervous going in about what we were going to experience or what it was going to, you know, what we were going to see there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think just the emotion uh, took us all by surprise. I mean, here's a 25-year-old man, right, kind of fresh out of college. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, you know, you cry. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to experience. Yeah. You know, and if something means that much to you, the Holocaust for Jews is, you know, it's, it, it is what it is, I guess, right? But, uh, you know, to be a black man and, and go where, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated, I, you know, I could imagine what that would be like. Yeah, for sure. Hey, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Alan in Apple Valley checking in. I, he put, that, that was a great perspective. I, I, I love the phone call. Thank you so much, Alan, and thank you for listening. Let's go to Gary in Brooklyn Park. How you doing, Gary? Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Happy Thanksgiving, Gary. Thank you, and the same to you. Now Thank I'm you. 77, okay. so I remember the time when 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 John Kennedy was shot. In fact, I was home, and I remember Walter Walter Cronkite being on TV and actually crying and breaking down when he broke the news to the to the public. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you talk about Martin Luther King. I can understand why you would have a hard time going to that that hotel because it it would be difficult for some people. Yeah, yeah. It, it just you know it's 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 one thing for me to roam the campus that 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 we both attended, and for me to go into the dorm in which he stayed, and all of that. But that you know that other step when I get to Memphis because I still have uh, people in Memphis. That's just kind of a hard thing for me. There's two places that I've always thought about going, and I've never made it to either, is I've never made it to the Lorraine uh, Motel, and I've never made it to Graceland. You know, and I, I know as a, as, a, as, a, as a kid growing up, you know, and we, we would go down south and visit with my, my grandparents and stuff like that. You always heard about Graceland. You always talked about Elvis, and, 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 I, and, and they gave me the Elvis book, and I had the I probably still got the book somewhere. But, uh, but yeah, those are two places I never made it to. I think the one thing that it shows me is the reverence that you had for Martin Luther King. Because uh, if people didn't care, they wouldn't feel the way that you do about what actually happened. I think it shows, you know, that you're thinking about someone that was a very great person. 
Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Gary, for the phone call, man, and have a happy Thanksgiving. I just, you know, I um, one thing that I try not to do because I think it becomes really, I don't want to say morbid, but we all have a curiosity, right, about individuals, historic figures, legendary oh, yeah. people, it's, it's natural that, that 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 have that have passed on, and I get inquisitive about how it ended, but I don't want to go too. far far with it necessarily like for instance i remember i went down a rabbit hole one time with regards to john lennon and you know uh the person waiting outside of his apartment for him to 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 get there and all that stuff whatever and 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 then then shooting him and and it just i don't know man it just all all of this stuff kind of makes me feel a certain way especially with those people that i look at and i say they actually try to do a lot of really good in the country. Let's take another phone call. Let's go to Alice in Egan. How you doing, Alice? Hi. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, I, I was in 10th grade. I was 15 when JFK was assassinated. I can remember it like it was yesterday when it came over the PA system. So and you, were, you were at school? We were, I was at school. Hmm. And um, the announcement came over. And the building, which housed about 2,000, 2,100 students at that time, was silent. There was no machines running. When we went from one, we had two more classes to get to before we finished out the day. There was no sound except possibly the shuffling of feet on the floor. Nobody was talking. Nobody was slamming a locker. Custodians weren't you know, wheeling carts around. And my girlfriend and I, we had about a mile to walk home. We both cried the whole way home. And we just hugged each other. She went her way. I went my way. And I got in the house. My dad was at work. My mom was out somewhere. She didn't work outside the home. And I just remember going up to my bedroom and sitting on the edge of the bed and saying, to no one in particular, they killed my president. Mm. And it just, it has stuck with me ever since because he was, he was young. He was vibrant. He was doing a a whole lot of good that carried a lot of weight with a 15-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, thank you so much. Um, Whew. Thank you so much, Alice. Happy Thanksgiving, Alice and Egan. Um, that was powerful. Alice just articulated being in high school and how things went that day. And that resonated with me. I'm so I'm so thankful that Alice, first of all, listens to the show, listens to WCCO but articulated that in the way that she did because I'm going to tell you why that resonated with me. And and, and Susan, I want to hear from you in, in a second. Uh, uh, Dave and Andover, I know you're hanging too. Uh, we'll have to take a quick commercial break after I finish this thought. And But Susan, you'll be first up. The reason why that resonated with me so much from Alice is because I once had that same feeling at a school. I remember being in junior high when the space shuttle exploded. And and we, you know how like the the the, the special moments 
um, when you were kids in the school where they roll out the they TV. They rolled in the cart. They rolled in the, the cart, yep, and you yep, got the yep. TV up there. I will never forget that. We're in math class, and I think that I was in Mr. Sudo's class, and when it exploded, there were a couple people that they reacted like they did. They thought it, it was almost like they they were like, "Well, we're just like almost like it was a prank." Yeah. But then, I mean, real quickly, it was like everybody looked and everybody was like, it was silent. Everybody was just shook. Everybody was just like stunned. And that's the same way that um, Alice and Egan felt. Hey, let's take a brief pause. Come back. Susan, hold on. You're first up. Dave, I see you hanging as well. 651-461-9226 here on the Lake Show. And we do have a bunch of people texting in on the Cities One Plumbing Talking text line. We'll get to those texts here in a minute, but we got a couple of phone calls to get to, and then we'll get to the texts. Anybody else that wants to weigh in, make sure you call in right now because we'll get to those phone calls this segment before the final segment of the show. Back to the phone lines. Let's uh, hear from – let's go to Susan in St. Louis Park. Uh, Thanks so much for the phone call, Susan. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Henry. I am very happy to share my memories of JFK's assassination. I was 12 years old, working in a paperback little bookstore in junior high when the announcement came over the loudspeaker. And right away, they wheeled the TV into a bigger room, and we all sat transfixed um, on all the news. And that whole weekend after that, me and my family were in my parents' bedroom watching the TV. Mm. And it was it was remarkable. I mean, I'll never forget it. Let, let and me, the church said, go ahead. Let, let me ask you this, Susan. So so uh, so you were you were working at the time, right, when it came across? I was a student. Oh, okay, um, okay. I was yep. just working at a little paperback thing we had for English class. Got you. And you said you were twelve, right? Yep. All right. So, so let, let, let let me let me ask you this question: the the and you you heard from the um? Did you hear the clip that we played from what it sounded like sixty years ago on WCCO? It the announcement. I did. Yeah. So 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 the um in that um clip there, um he was shot. And then an hour later was pronounced dead. Can you tell me if we can go back to that time? You said you kind of remember like it was just what was just the the I mean, that's a an hour is not a long time. But I bet it seemed like forever to wonder if your president's going to make it uh, make it through being assassination attempt. To tell you the truth, I don't remember if we learned when I was still in school that day uh-huh. that he was actually dead. Okay. Um, it might have been after I got home, but whenever it was, it was devastating because he did hold a lot of hope. When, 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 when you're 12 and you make it home, right, and we all feel a certain way about our president— and just about a leader, right. and, and and just the 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 
whatever a person may think about the leader politically, I don't care if it's an independent Democrat, Republican, whatever, like, like that's, that's, we're supportive of the leader because we want what's best for being an American, right? When you got home, right. when, when you got home, did your parents try to explain things to you? I mean, you, you clearly understood what happened and that the president was dead once you heard the news that he was dead. But, like, was there any conversation? Um, what was kind of, you know, the reaction in the household? You know, Henry, I don't re- really remember. Okay. But, I, I, you know, I think everybody was in shock. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that my parents were, you know, JFK supporters or anything, but the whole event kind of took over uh, whatever opinions people had is my memory. Um, For me, it was like that was our young president, and he represented a lot of hope. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Susan, thank you so much for calling the show. I truly do appreciate it. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You too, honey. All right. Thank you so much. Um, Wow. Another powerful phone call. Seriously. I mean, to be 15 in school and to come across the PA, for, for to be 12 and in school and for to hear it. That that's powerful stuff, man. It, add, it, 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 it adds context. It's not it's not anything that you ever want to live through. Look, look, there, there are always going to be moments where you will never forget where you were. Mm-hmm. When nine eleven happened, I was at Franklin <laughs> Middle School. My mother was the principal of Franklin Middle School. I was in my mother's office. I was in my mother's office, and then I saw the footage of the second tower hitting, and I turned to my mom, and I said, what is happening? What, what, what is this? Because it just it, – it, it didn't even feel real. So the, the, those – I mean, to hear Susan and other callers – Give their recollection and what they remember. And that's, I mean, that's a long time ago. I, I do appreciate that. Let's final phone call and then we'll get to some of the text messages. Let's go to Dave and Andover. How you doing, Dave? Henry. Henry, hey, way to go, man. This is a heck of a show. I'm 75. Mm-hmm. I was a sophomore in high school. And believe me, it's something I'll never forget, you know, because uh, that whole weekend, you know, when we went home from school, there was a I, it was a Thursday, and there was no school on Friday. I think just about everybody in this country probably watched that television for the whole weekend. And um, and I'll tell you this: Lee Harvey Oswald was not the only one that fired at JFK. That's a lot of people say. Yep. No, no, I, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I'm a hunter. Mm-hmm. The type of gun that he had was a bolt action 303. And from where he was up in that sixth floor, it, people have tried, you know, yeah. experts. To, to, to recreate tried, it, yep, yep. Have tried to recreate it. Yep. It's impossible. I'm telling you. It was an inside I, job. I, I I hear you. So, 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 what else do you remember from that day? 
well, you know, like I said, it happened while I was in school. But, like, you know, they did put it over to PA, you know, after you know, when he died. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. I think we had to finish out the school day. I don't think they shut the – because it, it was, you know, by the time he died, it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon or something. Yeah. And, um, uh, uh, you know, there was no school on Friday, you know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it was just – it was – Unreal. Yeah. Not, but I'll I, tell you, you know, like I said, there is more to it than Lee Harvey I, Oswald. I, and I, come from, I come from a law enforcement family. My wife retired from the FBI. My sister-in-law retired from the FBI. My brother-in-law is a retired uh, Secret Service officer. Yeah. You know? And, um, you know, we're all, you know, basically the same age. And there is more to to it. I'm 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 pretty sure and, and thanks for the phone call from Dave and Andover. Look, I think that with a lot of the stuff, especially with this, there's stuff that we'll never ever we'll never we'll never ever know with with regards to all of this. Um that we'll never that we'll never find out. And I I I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Um well, I'm losing track of my thought. Anyway, let me let me get to let me get back to to what I was trying to think about. Um, when I look at that specific memory of of just me seeing the the footage, there's something that I'll never forget. Um, also from that day is Jacqueline Kennedy and her reaching over her husband that had been, you know, wounded. And also, after he had died, her there with the jacket that she had on that was bloodstained. Those are things that will stay in my head, unfortunately. Um, Sad moments, sad memories. All right, uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Final segment here on the Lake Show. Hey, thanks so much to um, all of you for listening tonight, and I wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Let me get to some of the text messages, though. This from the 612 Robin, Wisconsin. Hey, Henry, I saw a documentary on the History Channel that basically uh, disproved the magic bullet theory about JFK. This, there were two shooters according to them. And thank you to Rob. It was Mr. Brady was the one that was shot in the head during the whole um, Ronald Reagan situation. Um, Let me see. This one from the 612 Lincoln, Garfield, McKinley, Kennedy assassinated presidents. I was 17 when Kennedy was murdered. It was unbelievable. I was in class when he was shot. Uh, the message came over to loudspeaker, and we all prayed for him. It was the first shock of my life. Another one from the 612. I was only five years old. It's still clear as in my mind today as it was the day the USA lost JFK. JFK and MLK were both great leaders. Um, from the 612, same with Auschwitz. Um, I think they're trying to say felt heavy and chilling. 
from the 612. Hey, Henry, so I asked the lady at work today if she remembers the Kennedy assassination. She was in the fifth grade. It was right before Thanksgiving, she said. Uh, the coverage of it was the only thing on TV during Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, that from Rob as well. You have to imagine, what, you know, you've only got a handful of television channels because TV's, you know, just in its infancy. And, I, I mean, this kind of, it would be the news. How about this one from the 651? I was in ninth grade when JFK was assassinated. Our teacher was called to the office. He returned with tears in his eyes. The best I can describe my feelings is it was very similar to my reaction to 9-11. The world came to a stop for many, thinking what will happen now? How could this happen? We stuck by the TV for days on end through to the funeral. That from Maureen. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Maureen, for that text. Um, and think about the, the world has changed so much that we get that social media now. Like it's instant. You, you, you had to get it from other people. Yep. The event that's burned into my mind forever is for when the uh, shuttle tragically exploded. That was I, – I will never forget that. Man. That was yep. in school, yeah. Challenger, yep, 1985. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hi, Henry. Just a thought. Sounds like you have plenty of listeners, 70 years old plus. We, don't, we all don't uh, go to bed at 4.30. I know that. You go to bed at 4.30 I'm in giving, the morning. I'm giving you all the credit in the world. Man, you guys – I love are, it. I you, love my listeners. You guys are up late. Love it. Uh, the final one I want to get to from the 763, I was in my 20s and worked in an office. My sister called to tell me Kennedy was shot. Later, we heard he died. I cried and told my boss that I hadn't voted for him, but this was terrible. I think the office of about 25 persons closed so we could all go home on Sunday. We witnessed on TV Lee Harvey Oswald being shot. It was all devastating. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting WCCO Radio. Have an awesome Thanksgiving with your family, with your friends, um, even if you're alone. I truly am thankful for all of you. Have a blessed weekend or a blessed Thanksgiving, and I actually will talk to you guys on Friday. Take care. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash zero. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.